Welcome to a very special episode of What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer. I'm your host, Matt Apodaca, and today we're talking about the unreleased Weezer concept album, Songs from the Black Hole. This space-themed rock opera slash musical was originally envisioned as the follow-up to the Blue Album, but during the course of songwriting and demoing, the concept was discarded and the project evolved into the album Pinkerton. Several of the songs from the Black Hole songs uh, ended up on Pinkerton or as single B-sides, which some of them were slightly altered lyrically or sonically. To discuss the album, I am joined by an amazing guest. You know her from her band, Speedy Ortiz. It's Sadie Dupuy. Hey! Hi! Hi, Sadie. Uh, thanks for Hi, doing Matt. this. You just landed. You just got here. I did. I drove around the Netflix parking lot for a while. Did they give you a free subscription? <laughs> they did not, but they really wanted to help me out. Oh, that's hey, that's very so nice of them. Thank you, Netflix security. Uh, for them to pretend to know who we are over here or what we do. They <laughs> did not. They thought you might have been a, um, a TV studio of Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah. It's very Netflix to assume that everything else is Netflix. Uh, good, good for good, you. Good, they own every that building that's being built actually right over there is uh, going to be a Netflix. Oh, yes, they told me they have the entire block, and uh, we're baffled at your address. Pooh. <laughs> you know, they don't have to be rude. Maybe they were Weezer fans and wanted to help me get here. If anyone over, hey, Ted Sarandos, if you're, <laughs> if you're a Weezer fan, come hop on the pod. Uh, thank you for being here, Sadie. Um, so before we get into this this album, this like, um, you know, because it's like, it's a, it's a mythic thing. Uh, I feel like people I've seen, like, uh, like maybe like Rolling Stone called it one of the best, like, unreleased albums of all time. And it's like, how do you, one, how do you quantify that? How do you actually know, right? Uh, if it's good or not? It does, it's, in my mind, it sounds interesting, but it is also very, like, I don't even, uh, like, I don't, I don't even know. I have complicated feelings about it. I but like what the does song. it say about me that this is, like, my favorite we this, Well, I was going to say, you, this was, you wanted to I talk about this up. specifically. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Because I had planned to do this episode, but I wasn't sure, like, what form it would take. because yeah, because maybe of like the sort a mini-sode due to Yeah, all the like, just sort of like the, yeah, the sort of unfinished nature of it. What if this, what if I don't finish, what if we never finish this episode? What if, oh, <laughs> it becomes your longest. Yeah, it, it just becomes your going. only in dreams of just, podcast Yeah, episodes. just, a, just a, yeah, start verging on uh, Pete Holmes territory, yeah. going four hours. Um, but... So I guess before we yeah before we get started into like talking about these tracks, where where are you at with Weezer? Like, I'm I'm so like uh, thirsty. Oh, for information about my Weezer fandom. Thirsty for information, taking sips of water, trying to get that info. Where uh, am I at with Weezer? yeah? Like, what is your what is your general sense uh, with the band like right now? Like, or not even just right now, just in in context of like just general fandom. Um, they were one of my, they were like my favorite band. Yes. From age 11 till like 16, 17. Uh-huh. Uh, so for that reason, always a very fond place in my heart. Sure. Um, when Rivers Cuomo followed me on Twitter, huge day. Whoa. Huge day of celebrating. That's huge. I went and was like, what, what shit talk have I done that I have to delete now? <laughs> um, I'm generally aware when new Weezer stuff comes out, but I wouldn't say I'm like, like many things that were my favorites from age 11 to 17. Yeah. I'm not like keeping up with all the new Weezer tracks. But okay. once in a while, I'm like, oh, this single's pretty cool. Yeah. They're, so they're on, they're sort of peripherally on your radar still, not something that you're like actively like, I got to know what's going on with the with the boys. I definitely did a, a quick scan through the Teal album. Yes. Yeah. Just to was know. Like on the news. That's like, you know, like it was, that was a kind of big uh, thing for them. And I was like, I like how far they're going with meme culture. 
Yeah, they sort of have really locked in on uh, being logged on. Like they're very, they're very like dialed into just memes in general and the internet. And I feel like uh, I was just saying that they had, they sort of have been since like they maybe were like the original, red album. Yeah. original meme rockers. I would say earlier than that. Yeah, well, like I mean, calling the album the same thing every time, same font, same they, thing, different colors. Maybe they invented the meme. They might have invented memes. Did he invented the remix? Maybe <laughs> Weezer invented the meme. <laughs> Weezer invented the Memetics. meme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that's it's. Is it sad that it seems true? <laughs> like uh, they, it seems like they could have invented a whole culture. I mean, I feel like their videos were designed to create gifs before. Yeah, I before mean, gif reacts were a thing. They like, just even them being in like a. Uh, doctored, but uh, uh, happy days, like mm-hmm. maybe just being superimposed in that. That's like that's that's uh, meme adjacent. The I keep fishing video, yeah, Muppets, extremely uh, meme. Oh man, there's memes galore in that thing. Yeah, Kermit alone. I mean, that's the tea. <laughs> He's always drinking that tea. That Kermit. Do you think he had any tea on the set? Hmm. Rivers. Any of them, Kermit. Yeah. Do you think I can get Kermit I think on craft here? services was just like exclusively tea. Just all tea. Just all tea. I love that. <laughs> just the idea of them all sitting around drinking tea just like and gossiping. With Lipton. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you can you even imagine? Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. just did. I guess we just did, yeah. Um I will try to get Kermit on the show and see if he thought what he thought about being in the video. Um Hasn't, well, this is a was Kermit replaced recently? Um, it was like some drama, right? I don't want to think about it, and I don't want to talk about it. I believe the voice actor who did Kermit forever was annoyed at the direction that Disney was taking Kermit. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the old Muppets people have sort of been like, Disney, no thanks. Yeah. But that said... You I'll, can still picture them having tea. I, uh, you know, I, I, I currently reside, maybe this is too much information for the podcast, I live very close to... Uh, the Henson Studios. Oh. Uh, and I always, when I walk past it, when I'm going to, you know, get like a treat uh, from somewhere, uh, I I often look through the gate and see if how far could I get uh, without being stopped. And there's always somebody right there. Uh, uh, but what are they working on? Like Melissa McCarthy movies? You, well, can you imagine? <laughs> like puppets. that's what you'd be walking into. The, oh, no, I don't need to see the, <laughs> I don't need to see the gross puppets that they got in that movie. Yeah. Wash their mouth out with soap. Oh. Yuck. Uh, rather wash it out with tea. Well, oh yeah, cleanse him. Give him a little something to relax with. Sheesh, a little sleepy time tea. <laughs> Isn't that what the movie was? Oh, no, it's Happy Time Murder. Yes, thank you. Thank you. In my mind, it's this Melissa McCarthy puppet movie. I mean, it definitely started like that in Perhaps some Perhaps the working title. Yeah, that was the working title of the film. They started there and then figured out what the rest of it was. Uh, you know what? Stay away from my Kermie. Stay away from my <laughs> you, you filthy puppets. Don't Don't associate. You stay away from Super Grover. I saw that whole ass movie. No Weezer songs. Not a single. Not a single Weezer one. song in that movie. It seems like a missed opportunity. I agree. Every hey, listen up. Every film. <laughs> you got puppets. You need Weezer. Take a take a page out of the Mallrats soundtrack. Okay, take a page out of. Uh, that's the only one I can Angus? think of. Angus. Yeah. Well, that's a homie track. But oh, uh, frick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to actually. You. I'm just <laughs> an American girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, that song rules. Um. But so, so you were a fan for a long time. Yeah, I, yes. I assume uh, being a musician yourself, have you seen them live? I only saw them live during those like anniversary 
oh, uh, Blue Album yes. Pinkerton concerts. So I went to those two. Yeah. Uh, Where did you go? I went to, so I'm from here, so I went to the one that was at the, they were at the Gibson Amphitheater, okay. which is now uh, Harry Potter World. Got it. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I told a story about how at the, at, uh, when they finished the Pinkerton set with, you know, they closed with Butterfly, the back of the stage opened up and you see the, were you at this one also or not? I was in New York. Okay. So, uh, different experience, but, um, I'm just like wondering what they're going to release into, is it Butterflies? No, they opened the, the, yeah, the back, uh, wall of the stage just to reveal like the LA skyline. So you saw like all of Los Angeles behind okay. the, and it, it made, it, it, I mean, it made me cry. Yeah, it sounds... <laughs> It, it was strange, like, uh, and I was just like, what is happening? I'm crying, I think, and then I just let it happen. It sounds memeable. Yeah, man, this was, it was, it was a full-on meme. This guy, it was just him and Carl on stage, and they were like, this is going to be a meme. And then I was like, what? Carl was on stage? Yeah, he, because uh, he, he plays the uh, the single uh, percussion on that song. I don't feel like we got Carl at our shows. We had a Carl. Hmm. Will we ever have a Carl on the show? I'm just now putting out who I want on the you show. You want Carl? Give me Carl. Give me Kermit. Carl give me, would be a big get. It would be a huge get. Carl, if you're listening, you'd be a huge get. Carl, I feel like it's Carl's job to be listening. Yeah, he got he's got to QA all the Weezer pods. He's got to make sure that everything's uh, you know set on the up and up. That the the audio quality's good. Got to make sure just for uh, band history that there's no sort of uh, false narratives being told about the band. Uh, hey, Carl, if you're listening, I hope you're liking what you're hearing so far. And everyone, that goes for everybody else, not just Carl. <laughs> I really only care what Carl and his corner have to say. Put this in the corner, Carl. <laughs> That's me in the corner. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I've seen them probably, I mean, 10 times. Yeah, uh, you've seen them a bunch. I've seen them a bunch. I, uh, I went to both nights of the, of that Memories tour, and that was probably one of my favorite times seeing them and probably my favorite concerts ever just because you don't hear a lot of those songs in their regular set. And now, uh, I guess what I was uh, talking about on uh, a recent episode, apparently uh, Rivers has like a, an algorithm that he has built to, uh, depending on where they are in the country um, and like well, what kind of like size crowd it is. Because his idea is that smaller rooms want a different set than like a big like arena set which is like yeah because the bigger the arena the probably but why more... does an algorithm dictate that so the algorithm picks the set so like based on like popular like i guess sort of more like wide oh, like appeal. streaming yeah like i think something like that and then like i mean it's not going to have the, alg- the algorithm for a bigger show isn't going to have as many like deep cuts right. like none of this is going to ever happen on a on a like right. in a big stadium or like a, a an arena sized uh, venue, which is you know probably good for the people who d- are don't are just casual fans. They don't want to hear. So we're saying go see Weezer in Kansas City. Go see Weezer in if Kansas City. You want to hear songs in the black hole? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go or you know if if you, if you find out that they're playing uh, at like the Troubadour or something, you might hear some. You might hear some of those because I. Uh, I mean, this is probably the fifth time I brought this up, but like there was a, I, I saw him at the Troubadour. Brian was like, we want to do like a small rooms tour where we only do like B-sides and stuff. And everybody was like, yeah. Uh, and Rivers was kind of like, mm. Oh yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. He only wants to do popular. I probably popular. like Weezer B-sides more than anything. A lot of the B-sides. I mean, that's probably, that's a whole episode. That's yeah. a whole thing because. Well, we've often talked, the drummer of Speedy and I, mm-hmm. Um, I feel like part of why we became friends uh-huh. is we like a lot of bands that 
uh, came up as Weezer on like LimeWire. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're a big <laughs> fan of like Weedus. I'm really into Self. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's like our favorite mutual band. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked a lot about doing a Weezer B-sides cover band. That's yeah. Which would include songs from the Black Hole. Obviously. I, I've often talked about. I've like only even done like us like a slight pass at what I would do to put up a like staged version of songs from the black hole because it does it is yeah. pretty theatrical but um the story there's a lot of gaps you need to fill in there's last yeah i'd have to fill in a lot of gaps but also the gaps the stuff that is there uh is very um offensive <laughs> well yeah i was gonna say like it's very like 1996 where like some like a young guy in 1996 thinks this is okay versus now this being like uh, I mean, we'll get into what the plot is and stuff, but it is very just like, oh, this girl doesn't like me. I'm going to make her. And like, uh, and it's just like very. Uh, yeah. That's a thread. Yeah, that's through the Weezer discography. Well, yeah. And like even still. Um, oh, yeah. Even still <laughs> on on, I think, Pacific Daydream. He has a there. Oh, yeah, it is on Pacific Daydream. He doesn't say the word girl once. And it was like the one thing about the album that I was like, that's pretty good. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. And you're like, you're almost 50 years old, my guy. Uh, but <laughs> hey, if you're listening, I, 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 I this is not me sh- uh, throwing shade at you or uh, yeah. shaming you. I'm, I'm it's applauding your evolution. Yes. Yeah, celebrating your growth. Don't, yeah. Don't unfollow me, Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't unfollow me. Don't, uh, you know, at me if you want, but, uh, <laughs> oh, please. Please at both of us. Um, so I feel like when did you uh, like discover this album? Because it was late into my Weezer fandom. Because I, I mean, as a kid, I, I you know, the the Blue Album came out when I was three, uh, and then uh, Pinkerton came out when I was like six. So uh, from you know five or six, and so I wasn't online when they were like starting, and not and nobody was online. It was still pretty early uh, in the internet. But like I probably wasn't like online online until I was like in my late teens, and that's when I started like just googling the things that I liked. So it was just like Weezer, Kermit, <laughs> uh, seeing what Carl was up to. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I went to well Dana yes. Wickens, yes. of of Earwolf fame. Yeah, I went to summer Dana Wicks camp. on the sticks. Dana Wicks on the sticks. Fan. Yes. Yeah. Um, we went to summer camp together, and I think I got into Weezer the first year I was there, which uh-huh. would have been like 2001. Okay. So maybe I'm turning, th- it's the summer I'm turning 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also learning guitar at that time. And all of the like 12-year-old boys are really into Weezer. And I feel like just by nature of being friends with them and into rock, I like have to hear every Weezer thing and get really into it. Yeah. And I come home from that summer and I get, Blue Album, Pinkerton, and Green Album, I think, would all have been out at that point. Yeah, at that point. Maybe Green Album had, like, only kind of recently come out. Green Album would have been pretty new if it was 2000. Well, because it came out in, uh, it did come out in 2001, I believe. Uh, my note for that album was that it was the last one to come out uh, um, before 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> it was, okay. It was, so the rest so of the So it would have been out. Yeah. Um, so I got all of those. And then, what year is Maladroit? Maladroit was 03, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are we are we doing Doing a live Google right here. Uh, you know what? I was wrong. May 14th, 2002. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would have, I think I would have gotten into Maladroit um, before I found songs in the black hole. But I, so I got into Weezer 
right before eighth grade, was really into it, was learning guitar, was playing Weezer. All yeah. my friends had screen names that were like Weezer fan or like Basket Case <laughs> yeah. or like, you know, all this stuff. Um, and I went to I went to boarding school for one year uh-huh. as a day student. Okay. Very so socially not a, isolating. Not at, so was there a... a a big scene at at uh, mid uh, midday and night for boarding school. <laughs> well, the day students were all into ska, uh. Uh, which is cool. <laughs> I mean, me too. Yeah. Um, but what was cool about this school, other than the fact that Lana Del Rey was there at the same time, okay, a fact I love to exploit, even though I, I never met her. Um, they had like a, a file sharing service that I was the first time I'd ever like encountered something like that, uh-huh. where you could upload all of your music library and take yes. whatever anyone had. Um, called the, it was, the school's Kent, so this was the Kentranet, um, and I would just get everything 311, everything Incubus, yeah, everything Weezer, and yeah. I think I wound up with some of the songs from the Black Hole okay. stuff just from like taking everything off the Kentranet because yeah. I, I had, um, I mean, my mom still doesn't really have like phone service where she lives. Really, internet where she lives was bad at the school. I could get everything off the Kentronet. So I had all kinds of mislabeled files. This is how I got into uh, into self, yeah. into um, like super drag, all these bands that, you know, it said were Weezer. Yeah. The rentals, yeah. I, I'm sure I got into yeah. like rentals demos that were labeled as Weezer um, and some of the songs from the Black Hole stuff. And then later, as I got like later into high school and could drive and like could burn CDs to listen yeah. to in the car, I feel like there was like, sftbh.com do you does this ring a bell i mean a little bit because like i was i i think i found them these all these songs on like straight up like youtube and then like oh, okay uh, like because so i this think is, this is before there's no youtube at this point i guess I think, at this actually. point at that point of it there's no youtube yeah because i probably was i mean when did youtube start 2005 i think yeah so that would have been like around the so time this is pre-youtube yeah you could get everything my two favorite websites were like sftbh.com and like elliotsmithbsides.com okay you could just download <laughs> tons of shit from yeah. these sites um, and I had been, like, my first involvement with, like, chat rooms and message boards was all Weezer stuff when I was, like, 12 and 13. Yeah. Like, I just checked right now. Yes. Uh, SFTBH.com is up for sale. We should buy it. We should buy this it. This should be the domain for your podcast. Donate to Do you have the, a website for yeah, I don't have a podcast. For, or I don't, <laughs> you I don't, do have a podcast. I, I do have a podcast. I don't have a website for it. Um, When's your birthday? Maybe I'll, you know. <laughs> my birthday is December second. Oh boy, I got a website okay, for my okay. birthday coming. Serious? Um, <laughs> That's right. So I so I was really involved in like Weezer Internet stuff. Like I remember actually emailing Patrick and being like, I really like the special goodness. Yeah. And I would get you know I would find out about stuff from Weezer message boards. Uh-huh. Um, I would get like import CDs. This was like my my other than Sailor Moon, Weezer was like my thing <laughs> in like two thousand one. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure that's just how I was into Songs in the Black Hole. And then, so I had a track listing from like, must have been 2003, 2004 from this website. Yeah. And then you sent me a YouTube playlist the other day. Yeah. I was like, I don't know any of, (laughs) there's a lot of songs in there. Yeah. So that are not, the playlist that I'm going off of is, was, is, is labeled track list one. There's like two sort of like, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, like official track lists for this album and just for the, just for the sake of doing one of them, I picked no, let's number do it. one. One is great. Um, I have on my iTunes, um, like like a, a sort of um, like a fan sourced uh, songs from the black hole that like was made and sort of like I mean it's the it's the tracks like and some of them now have been um, like like sort of more like 
like there's been released and like have been they got uh, fixed they got fixed and they had like studio uh recordings of but uh they were sort of this version that i have on my itunes is that we're not going off of is uh i don't know what that's called uh like interleaved so like it can it they all bleed into each other like like was the intention for the album yes yeah i probably had more of a fan sourced one as well yeah um, and I think it was incomplete where maybe like the website was like, here, here's what the order should have been, but we only have these ones available. Yeah. And some of the tracks I've heard the versions that were like remastered or whatever. Yeah. And there's like skips in the ones that I have. Really? Yeah. And I, <laughs> to me, that's how the song goes. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you had a, a, a burned CD and where it skipped, like there's like a Slater Kinney CD that I just think of the skipping. That's so funny. The song. Like when I was, uh, doing the maladroit one the 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 sort of the copy that i have of maladroit is sort of like that Mm. and uh my guests eli and devin were like uh this isn't this isn't how we know the songs and they got like very like oh because if you're skipping yeah because i mean because of the way mine started a little bit was different so they were like this isn't how american gigolo starts uh and it was very it was because did you burn it off a cd i think the 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 track of it that i have was like a rip from like like youtube or something or like uh it just was not a a full on like it just didn't have the same like sound to it there was something wrong with it but i had obviously not been hearing it that way my whole life yeah because uh, i look i've moved over to spotify <laughs> um, i've just migrated over to the different thing um yeah i guess for me like i found a lot of these songs like as like pieces first and like i had heard probably the ones that were studio released like first obviously like uh the ones that then made it on to b-sides for various like singles i have a bunch of i should bring them uh well who would care to look at them but <laughs> hey i care <laughs> i don't have i don't have them now but like so it's not i'll, I'll, I'll fly back <laughs> i'll just I'll, I'll send you a picture of them uh i I'll have a bunch of the grove <laughs> the grove <laughs> um i i have a bunch of like weezer singles that i just like as a completionist have been like at amoeba being like oh i'm gonna grab this i'm gonna grab this just yeah. to like have them on my shelf but now marie kondo is like throw away all that stuff oh i can't get rid of cds i can't either really. i have them all in, in boxes in my basement because i'm like i know i'm gonna want to look at this because a lot of the stuff that i have on cd never isn't going to spotify yeah i have cds in my car still nice. that, I, that i listen to and a lot of them are Weezer. <laughs> uh, Shocking. Too many of them? Who could say? Uh, yeah, it would be weird if I was like, yeah, I don't really listen to Weezer. Uh, I like them a lot, but it's not my not really my favorite band to listen to. Um, uh, before we start ripping into tracks, yeah. how about some facts about this thing? Uh, so, okay, so in the words of Rivers, taken from an interview that he did in November 2007 uh, with uh, Rolling Stone magazine. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the Rolling Stone? Yes, the Rolling Stone. Not the one that uh, was sung about in the song. And not the band. But the magazine. How does it feel? Yeah, not that, not that, not, no, not them. To be a large print magazine. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, now we're talking. Um, so uh, the, the, the basic plot of this thing is uh, there's this crew, uh, three guys and two girls and a mechanoid, uh, <laughs> Rivers, um, uh, that are on this mission in space to rescue somebody or something. Uh, the whole thing was really an analogy for taking off, going out on the road, and up the charts with a rock band, which is what was happening to me at the time as I was writing this and feeling like I was lost in space. So it was, you know, it's a space opera that was allegorical to uh, the current state of him as a 
person. Uh, and then he filtered it through uh, these characters in the story who were Jonas, voiced by Rivers, Laurel, uh, who was Rachel Hayden of That Dog, uh, Maria, who was uh, Joan Wasser of the uh, Dam Builders, uh, and then Juan and Dondo, who were Brian Bell and Matt Sharp, respectively, and M1, the robot, voiced by Carl. Uh, um, that's fun. But am I right in thinking that only Rachel Hayden actually made it onto any recordings? Yeah, Rachel's the only one that recorded. Uh, and I guess also, uh, Joan didn't know, uh, what it was that they were actually doing or what the plan was Oh, for so Rivers it. just cast her in it. Yeah. And didn't really let her know what was happening. Yeah, well, even Pat, it says here that Pat has no really, uh, like, idea about what it is still. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which is very, I mean, if you, it, that seems like a pat thing to say yeah um but like i guess up until like even a few years ago he just knew that it was a concept album and had no real idea about what it was i mean until we were planning to do this and yeah. i went into looking up i was like what is it all i can't remember yeah i don't think i knew all of these like allegorical yeah character descriptions and it makes me hate it <laughs> uh like the idea of it being like a musical uh that like no no yeah <laughs> the idea that it's a musical is the whole point oh yeah i mean that um that jonas is like supposed to be uh a stand-in for like rivers questioning his rock stardom yeah and the other two guys are supposed to be like his rock star life on the road and that like you know carl's robot character is supposed to be their management like guiding everything I just yeah, it's a little like it's too it's uh it's kind of I mean dear seventh grade live journal. I was gonna say it's very first thought, right? Like yeah. it's very like it's very just like right here. It's not there. Uh, just I like, like it better if it has nothing to do with rivers. I mean, yeah, I I think there's something to that. Like he, I was just reading a thing about the most recent album, uh, the Black album, uh, and that it's written in the perspective of somebody who is on drugs and it's about drugs, the whole album. Okay. Uh, and I, and he is like, I don't do drugs at all. Did he at some point though? Well, yeah. uh, he said he, I mean, if he says, uh, he smoked, uh, I smoked a few in his time, but never thought it was a crime. <laughs> I would think he's had a little bit of some, yeah. uh, and I know that he's done other songs about drugs, but I think he's a uh, clean sober boy right now. Sure. Um, uh, but he was saying that the producer of this album does do a lot of drugs. And I was like, hey, maybe don't go saying that, Rivers. Who uh, produced it? Uh, I can't remember his name. Let's get sued. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to uh, flame this guy. Are you kidding me? Just go <laughs> blow up his spot. I thought you were telling me the producer's name is Flame. Oh, his name I is was Flame. Like, Sign me up. He does all sorts of What's drugs. His studio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, he does a lot of drugs. So I guess just being around him made me uh, sort of inspired. Could it be like a sliding doors concept where Rivers is like, this is how my life could have gone? Maybe, uh, but I mean that listening to the album. I haven't listened. I'm just wildly speculating. Uh, listening to the album, you're. Uh, yeah, I would never have gotten that. Or I mean, some <laughs> of it is like, yeah, I guess uh, there's a there's a song called California Snow, but that's not what we're talking about. Cocaine, mm. uh, which is also not what we're talking about. Um, but I guess over the course of writing the album at Harvard University. Uh, <laughs> As opposed to college. As opposed to college. He might have been at Harvard College, though. He might have been. You know what? I think he must have been. He must have been. He, come on. He's a, <laughs> come on. He's Wikipedia. At, yeah, he's at... Uh, I think I've seen the, the student ID. I think it is Harvard College, actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, it, it was his undergrad. It'd have to be. Yeah, because, I mean, look, I want to see the... I just Googled Harvard College Rivers, and it did come... Oh, nope, it says Harvard University student. Well, that's like a, you know... It's like a university has a number of colleges. Oh, yeah, it does it. say college on it. <laughs> it says Let's college. Let's talk the, about it says, school. Uh, schools. 
Stay in it. Stay in it. If and, But you know what? If also you don't want to go, that's fine. Yeah. It's not for everyone. Is it my biggest regret going? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Sometimes you want to pack it all up. <laughs> oh, my Rivers God. As Rivers will tell us yes. later. Oh, my God. Okay, I cannot wait to get into that song. <laughs> We're so far from I, I know. Uh, well, the other day, <laughs> we, we'll get started in a second. Uh, the the, <laughs> the Maladroid episode, uh, we talked for 40 minutes and then did the thing because uh, the last guest uh, wrote the, the SNL sketch. Oh, yes. Uh, so we were like, we had a lot of talk. I had to know about what Tuesday night was like, uh, you know, writing uh, very late into the night uh, with the with the host, <laughs> Matt Damon. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, during the course of uh, writing this album, uh, he he abandoned space entirely and then went with the the Madam Butterfly theming of, of Pinkerton, uh, which, you know, very English major of him. One Good. opera to another. Yeah, he was just like, you know what, space? Sorry, see you later. The past. Yeah. See you now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going we're going back. <laughs> I want to go back and I don't even know how I got off the track. Um so okay, before we get started, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're back. See? We're back already. It felt like a century. It felt like so long. Well, we were sitting here for a solid yeah. hour not talking. I just needed to collect you know staring contest yeah it was a staring. we and we no, neither of us blinked <laughs> we didn't it was we had to we had to concede after an hour an hour uh, uh of staring without blinking leads to concession uh so i mean the first the let's get right into this thing because i do i actually really love this first song i do too uh well i do i like the idea of it the we thing got- about i was gonna say the thing about a lot of these songs is that they're sort of proof of concept. They're not like fully finished songs. A lot of them are not, I mean, some of them are almost nothing. A lot of them are like 30 seconds long. Some of them are, some of them are full or more produced, but a lot of them are, um, you know, sort of just bits and pieces. And I think this one, uh, like the idea of what it promises is uh, interesting to me, right? Uh so let's let's play a little bit of the first track off of Songs from the Black Hole, Blast Off. So the version I had, yes, it starts with like stuff. Really? It's like cut off in the beginning. Oh my god! And there's like a beat that drops uh-huh. where there's like the weird time signature thing. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's like a beat like that's a, out. That's interesting. I want to hear that. <laughs> And so, like, they're sort of laying out who some of these it characters are. It would have, like, are. been into the next verse before it Yeah. So when I hear this, I'm like, what What are these extra beats? <laughs> yeah, it's like... Why is this less math wrong? This is more of what I'm used to hearing, because I think this was the version that is on Alone. Yeah. When, uh, I, when that came out and I heard it, I was like, what? They ruined my song. <laughs> um, just a little, uh, a couple of facts about this song. I don't want to play the whole thing, I guess. But you know what? It's not streaming or anything. I guess we couldn't really get in trouble... If I played the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, what's your restrictions? Uh, I, it's like, if we're talking over it and for providing like providing commentary, it's like not a, a big deal, I think. Because uh, I, I think that's actually the rule. But I don't know what the rules are for songs that don't actually exist. Like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not like, you can't download. I mean, I guess you could download that off of Yeah, this own. is the future and they went yeah. to the past. Exactly. They forfeited their rights to not uh, have you podcast this. <laughs> Apparently, this song takes place on the deck of a spaceship. <laughs> Of course. Uh, named uh, the Betsy 2 in the year 2126. Okay. So thinking Coming way up. ahead in 1995, you know, just kind of thinking. It's right around the corner. 
Yeah, and like you know, the, some of the various characters are mentioned. Uh, you have uh, the main character Jonas and his shipmates Juan and Dondo. Uh, Jonas is excited yet reserved about the prospect of doing what he thinks is his dream job, and that is going to outer space. Rivers mm. is is his dream job being a, a famous rock musician. Maybe he, he's he's wrestling with that very thought. Uh, and what is that? <laughs> Isn't the ship also named something's named for their tour bus? Is it? I mean, is was Betsy their tour bus? Maybe that's it. Is that the it says Betsy? Name? Betsy too. So if Betsy, yeah, I think is Betsy's tour bus, their tour bus. Yeah, that's that's cute. Another. Can we listen to um the robot solo? Oh yes. in this song, it's coming right here. Yeah. Here he comes, here he comes. Oh no, I went too no. far. Oh yeah. yes. That's so just this is fun. their robot manager. Yeah, M1. Which I guess is actually just Rivers through a vocoder, but I always thought that Carl had recorded the vocoder yeah, parts. Yeah, it was supposed to be Carl, but I think, yeah, Rivers did do this. So only in prepping for this podcast did I learn it's not <laughs> Carl just having done this part. A little heartbroken to find that out. You would want it to be Carl. I really did. <laughs> uh, it sounds, I love that sound, and I love just the idea of an album starting this way. Yes. Like, it's such, like, a crazy, I mean, it's not crazy, I guess, in the scheme of, like, thinking about it as a rock musical like if you saw this on stage you'd be like yeah of course this is how you would start but uh the version of i i have of it has this like this track of rivers um going like it's it's just him like going like ooh, and then it leads Wait. into uh something like this Wait, that's what starts the version the, for you? the version that i have of it uh where is it let's see here we go but I don't know if this is what? this is not like official. This no, is I've never like heard this was this. this was like the fan one that was made. But that's Rivers. Yeah. Wow, this is like um what's the Natasha Leone Russian this is like the oh, Russian, Russian doll, doll track listings. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many of them. Yeah. But that's nuts. And then we're it, just gonna it, wind up with nosebleeds at the end of Oh man. I mean that's how all these have ended so far. <laughs> You just keep waking up in the bathroom, yeah. like blast off playing. Yeah, I want to show you how it like plays into the next, into well, into blast, into blast off. off. Yeah. Whereas my blast off just starts a half second into the song abruptly. So I've had, I've heard so I much. I find before. that really charming. <laughs> my trouble when you ask if I'm like, ooh, okay. that's fun, right? When you ask if I'm like where I'm, I'm at with Weezer. Yeah, I feel like probably where a lot of people are at, we're like. Music really holds up for me. I still think that yeah. that all the compositions are awesome. And yes. then I hear some lyrics, and I'm like, oh, why did I think that was like cool? Yeah, we sort of why, talked about how. Why did I there. hate women? That <laughs> I thought that like yeah, you know, this song "Blast Off" ends with him talking about he like sees a girl and he's like, wasn't she my favorite bitch at the academy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's, it's such like, a bummer. It like tr- the next track is the next track on this playlist. Um, who you calling, bitch? Yes. You won't get with me tonight? Yeah. Which is one of my favorite Weezer songs of all time. Yeah. But it's some fucking weird machismo, like... It is. It's very <laughs> strange. And what? why don't we play some of it right yeah. now? Oh, no. They used to... Don't you listen to a word they say? 
It's just so good. I love like, the drumming on it. <laughs> yeah, Pat's having a lot of fun Pat's back there. Pat's doing so good. River singing both parts of the duet, I think, is really cute. Have you heard the the version where Brian sings the other half of the duet? No. Let me find it. Uh, but I think it's so cute hearing Rivers go like, so pissed at those boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really, it is really sweet. Let's see, where is it? Uh, but, like, this song uh, was supposed to be... Uh, with yeah, with Joan, uh, but they never recorded it with her. They just recorded it with with Rivers. So which is Joan the one he really likes, or is Rachel Hayden the one he really likes? And I, don't, the, I don't know. Because the these the like many Weezer songs, these female characters aren't very fleshed out. Yeah, well, one of them has a baby with him. Yes, <laughs> that's all I got. What is? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the other version of it is. It tracking version. I don't know. This uh, is your, your oh, yeah, here mind we here. go. This is from the... <laughs> okay, Pat. Yeah. This is like that Beatles, like, you know, Helter Skelter yeah. version 69. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like right, from guys. their anthology. Uh, this is like, I don't know if this was officially released, but this was this kind of popped up online a few years ago. Well, I'm gonna start it right now, and it kind of it's crazy. Oh God! Sort of it's a it little was, cringy. Yeah. Oh, I like. Which the, sounds the like with a more yes, yeah, so a more filled it out helped. band. Yeah. Rivers messes up the lyrics right here. Wait, no, not there. <laughs> He messes up at some point, but uh, they're like still rehearsing up. up. He knows he's got a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> he got that part. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got to he's got to make sure that part gets in. This is, I guess, what it would sound like if they had like recorded it like fully. But it's uh, I kind of like the drum beat like this better. Yeah, this part is always so like it's like the most musical part. It's like very hokey. You know what the drums do in like the actual song? Yeah. I'm gonna play the very showboaty. It's yes. We're just like grooving. It's this is like simpler sort, like not simpler because I can't play the drums, but like it's just sort of more like to fill in. The drums are much busier on this version. Yeah, yeah. I guess he is sort of like yeah, he's kind of beating the shit out of those things back there. Yeah. I don't know where this song like fits in. I mean, I guess. With the the sort of theming of the 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 what do you call it the musical, uh, it's 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 supposedly on two tracks uh, on the second track list, but this song is as one is sort of like uh, oh Maria wants to uh, wants Jonas to affirm his friendship with her uh, by telling her to protect uh, her from Juan and Dondo, which is strange okay uh so it is very it is very like quote unquote friendship yeah it's very like uh white nighty sort of this is also the most sex negative musical of all time oh yeah well (laughs) look it was written by a white man in the 90s (laughs) (laughs) my favorite my favorite part in this song i think is when one i can't i don't know which character is which because they're both rivers cuomo sounding like such a dork but um (laughs) one rivers sings asking a friend who's in my pants yes. and the other river says never more never ever again yeah he's like no that's that's over yeah. we're not doing that ever again never uh i like i mean 
I would love to see them perform. <laughs> yeah. I would like to hear what it sounds like with a full band. Uh, like it's closer. The, that version that I played, I think is closer to what it would sound like, but I also want to hear, I want to hear Joan on the track. Yeah. Uh, I think. I don't, does Joan want to be on the track? Joan has no idea and does not want to be on it. I'm sure she would do it. Uh, I mean, Rachel did it and, uh, the, the track that Rachel's on is one of my favorites. It's, it's my favorite Weezer song. It's But so the one good. that Rachel's on is a little less. Yeah. I would feel less icked out. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Um. How about we play a little bit of uh, Maria's theme? Yes. I mean, so this is obviously, yeah, the perspective of Maria. She's saying that she loves Jonas. I love that he, what did he pitch shift? Just the whole thing? I think so. This song is 29 seconds long. That's it. I mean, it's over. Yeah. Uh, So that's just like a small little thing. I don't know if there would be more to it than that, but that's all that there is of that song. That's cute. See, that was never on the version I had. No. Did that come out on the Alone stuff? I think so, yes. So I, I have I had heard that one before and it's nice. I like it. I like it too. I think I would like I mean I just for a lot of these, my main note, give me some more. I want yeah. some I want some more of that stuff. I I mean you know what? I'm gonna say that for just Weezer in general. But for all you know, the script is just like, you know, maybe there was like an hour of dialogue before that. I wish I had it with me because <laughs> I have the um the Pinkerton Diaries, which is like a book of his like essays and like a bunch of things he wrote like during that time. Uh and it was like a it's a it's a thick book, uh, but it uh, and it had Alone Three on it, which had a bunch of stuff that hadn't been released. Been released and that's the only way you can get those songs. Um, and it has a bunch of like weird like script notes oh, wow. about this. Uh, but it's at it's at my mom's house. She lives far away. <laughs> that's where it should be. Yeah. Uh, well, I I want it. <laughs> it's tucked in dust over there. Uh, they're not giving it the respect it deserves uh, by uh, placing a uh, sort of. Uh, your mom's out there practicing Joan Walsh's parts. I hope she is. She would do great. My mom's a really good singer. Nice. <laughs> My mom loves to uh, karaoke. And she comes up on every episode of this show so far, probably. I'm happy to continue yeah. that tradition. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that one. Yeah, I don't know, you know. There's not a lot to say about, about it because it's, it's short. What could you, I mean, we're not going to unpack a 26-second song uh, uh, from here to Kingdom Come. But that's one that he must have done by, by himself, I guess. Yeah. It's just cute that uh, he he just pitch shifted the whole thing. It sounds so. Uh, I think it's it is sweet. It's cute. Good job, good job, Rivers. Truly alone. Oh, poor guy. Well, he's he's doing fine. <laughs> he's okay. He's got his memes. Uh, he's got his memes, and hey, so do we. Um, <laughs> this next one is called uh, "Come to My Pod." Oh, I like this one. It's weird. Yep. So this is meant to be a duet between Jonas and Maria. So this is another one he must have pitched up. Yeah. So uh, And then the plot of it is that uh, Jonas disregards his desire for true love and succumbs to his intense lust for Maria. Additionally, Maria is somewhat of a tease, yikes, uh, and makes it uh, all too easy for Jonas to fall to her charm. Well. Oh, so it's Maria's pod. She's yes. saying, like, come on in. Yeah, sort of like a, hey, thanks for... Uh, being cool why don't you why don't you come inside here uh 
Yeah, it all seems consensual. It seems fine. Gladly, consensual pod entering. <laughs> this is the note that says uh, here. It says, gladly he makes love with her uh, in private pod on uh, the spaceship. Uh, he gladly does it. But this comes straight out of You Won't Get With Me Tonight? Yes. So he really did a 180 pretty quickly. Yeah, he's like, no, we're never doing that again. Oh, I guess just one more time. This one's cute to me because it sounds just like a traditional, it sounds like it's from like South Pacific or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is very like, this would just be it's in a really, musical. It's really like quaint and I feel like I should be offended, but it's it's cute. I love the, I mean, I love that it's acoustic and then also has those like weird like, sounds, yeah. yeah, that's fun. You know that's Matt Sharp. Matt, <laughs> you sly dog. Even if it wasn't. It's the Matt Sharp influence. I mean, he he left his stuff around. Yeah, he might he, he might as well have done it if it wasn't him. Uh, I I do like that one too. It is sort of like a lot of these songs are very um, strange to me because they're not like Weezer songs. You know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. really like a Weezer song. I feel like he was just having a complete meltdown. Oh yeah, like this. Like is, people this say is... Pinkerton's like his meltdown album. Pinkerton sounds really assured to me. There's like a sound they're going for. Yeah. There's like a direction. This is pure lunacy. This is like, <laughs> like I picture him like cracking up to himself at five a.m. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like this was little, not done. Task him. This was yeah. This was not done with like um, uh, like the right frame of mind. Like he was like he. This is. This is the work of a madman. Yeah, uh, but like I think that it's I, I think on paper it is interesting. I'm still like listening to some of these and being like, oh, I would like to know what this would be like produced. What does the full band version of it sound like? What does Matt What does Matt Sharp sound like on this thing? But now that they've done Teal album, I feel like the fans would go bonkers oh, for a yeah. song from the Black Hole Hi-Fi edition. I don't even know if they want, or I, the, and this is the band. I don't know if they're interested in doing it. But they did Africa by Toto just based on people tweeting at them. So yeah, I think you know what that means we have to do. We got to get on Twitter. Tweet, make we an account. St- yeah, but you got to make Weezer an account. cover songs in the black hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was reading that. If I make this, will you help me? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll like an RT. Okay. Uh, and uh, the... I was, I, they did one of those like hoot nanny things that they used yeah. to do like a few years ago, and somebody at this show or something uh, got on stage and started to play and sing the first four lines of "Blast Off," oh, and wow. like Rivers like pushed him away. Wow, maybe he really was breaking down. Yeah, so maybe this is like a sore subject. More so than Pinkerton. Yeah, yeah, but because like now they've kind they've of embraced Pinkerton. They like it, yeah. uh, but they don't. Yeah, good luck hearing any of those songs in any mm. of their current shows. I think they did like two at the last time I saw them, which was last August. Have I talked about that a bunch too? You bet. Because <laughs> uh, they're not coming to LA this leg of the tour. Oh, no. I think the closest they're getting is like uh, like Sacramento or something. It's not so far. Well, How much of a fan are you? I guess you're, hey, that's true. <laughs> Five hours is Look, far. Look, anyone to- can make a podcast. That's driving damn. to Sacramento. Now that's a fan. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I can do this uh, three miles away from where I live. Tape an episode in the car. Ooh. Huh. In With my... ca- get, drive Carl up. Hey, Carl, if you need to ride to the Sac, <laughs> the Sac Town show, <laughs> I got your back, buddy. Um, this this next song is 44 seconds long. Oh God, what is it? It's called Oh No. This is oh, not. I for love me. this one. This is like Weezer's rockinest song. This rules, in my opinion. Will you play, why don't you? Come on, come on. Those hits. Yeah, this is great. I'm air drumming. BT dub. So this is Jonas after 
realizing he's made a mistake following lust and not love. Again, the most sex negative. Yes. Like, you'll feel better about this tomorrow. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, no. Nope. I mean, hey, this is problematic. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to make Maria feel real bad about this. See, that's the perfect length for this song. Yeah. Because any more of that, we'd sort of be like, uh, okay, buddy. Yeah, like going on and on. Yeah, kind of, yeah, you're really hitting us over the head with this. Take his annex, take him down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do, I like the... Like the music in that song quite a bit though. Yeah. I think it is very like it is very rocking. It's rocking. It is very like in, it's intense. Um, oh, I just saw. I, I skipped ahead. Uh, what? What do you we're miss? Not, we're, we're not skipping, but oh. I saw ahead uh, that one of my favorite songs uh, that they do is, is on here, uh, and I because I had forgotten until just now. Um, this next song is it the one after what's coming up next? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, we're gonna get there. Yeah. Uh, so this next song is we we do know it already because it's on Pinkerton. It's called "Tired of Sex." This is playing off YouTube, <laughs> and it's just like it's giving you force. See, I like. I mean, it sounds so huge to me in the Pinkerton version. Yeah, but it's I, so cute to me this way. And what I really like in revisiting this, so there's stuff on Weezer. Uh, like w- w- the first Speedy or TZP we did, there's one yeah. thing where I'm doing like little vocal sounds. Yeah. I'm like, that's like, you know, River's little incidental, like improvised vocal sounds. Yes. But what you realize listening to these demos, it's not improvised. He has no. plotted out every like cute little squeal or like ooh or like yeah. Or yeah. when it sounds a little bit late. Yes. That's all on the demos too. He's very calculated. It's meticulous. Anything that sounds uh, off the cuff. He has been thinking about since the day he was born. I love this. Like, I love the idea of that being like a gang vocal, uh, like with everybody singing on that. That's fun. Ooh. It does. It does sound. The sound. It's like tiny. It sounds yeah. like very small. Uh, I do like this version of it quite a bit, but I also, I mean, the the Pinkerton version of it is so, like, like gut-punchy. Like, yeah. it's like, you feel that a lot more. But you see how they really built up to that. Because there's a few, I feel like there's other demo versions of the song, right? Yes. They did, like, Fort Apache demo of this yes. song, too? Yes, yeah. And it's like, there's no, there's no deviance in the no. performances. No, This is, I love this. <laughs> yeah. He sounds so young, like so little. It's cute. He's very... He knows where to scream, but it's not quite as a uh, throat... Yeah, throat well, grating. His roommates are probably sleeping in, his, in their dorm. Does he have a little <laughs> I don't know. You would assume he has roommates, right? That's cute. Imagine living with this guy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I heard he painted all his walls black. Oh. Uh, when he was... When he was uh, Is this true? This was like a story that I had heard. Is that the black hole? Uh, it might, you know what? I think it might be. <laughs> oh, God. Because he did sort of paint nose. all the, the rooms and the, like the walls and windows in his apartment black. Oh, that's that's not good for your mental health, buddy. No, no. But it seems like he's doing good now. No wonder you made Come to Me Pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so as I teased earlier, this next song is one of my favorite uh like this is a fan fave i love it 
it's so good because it's also I think of these of these songs one of the fuller ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just go right into it. It's called Super Friend. Come on, YouTube. This is an ad oh, an ad? Oh, cool. Are you what are kidding? we? Uh, so this is for uh, what it looks like. It's called Monday.com. Monday.com. But I'm not getting paid for that ad. Yeah, fair. I love this. Did they ever do a nicer version of this one? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I was also just about to say this podcast could also just be called I Love This. Because I... <laughs> I say that so often. I'm surprised this didn't wind up a B-side of something. You know, I don't, I don't believe it did. It is, I think, a wonderful song, though. And if they ever played it live, I would lose my mind. I'm seeing here, did it? No, it only appears on, it appears on Alone as this version. Huh. But that's it. They, I would love a version of this song. Like a, a fully produced version. I feel like it doesn't sound much like other Weezer songs of this time, but no. actually kind of sounds like when I like when I occasionally like a more modern Weezer track, yes. it kind of sounds like this songwriting. Yeah, it it's is. It's like nice. It's just very nice. It's very nice. No like, real bells or whistles, just like a nice little sweet song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says uh, that Super Friend is a slow ballad where Jonas confides to Laurel, the good girl, and other female and uh, the other female character in the story uh, that it takes place during Act One. And during the song, Jonas reprises his sentiments from the previous two tracks. So it's just this guy's this He's guy can't like, get a grip. I had sex and I need a shower. Yeah. So you still think I'm? He cool? feels so bad about it. Yeah. Is who that did, him trying to be like? Is that him? Rivers fuck and have such a bad time. I don't know, but he's not doing. He's not feeling good about it. I wonder, is that him hearkening back to his days of trying to be a monk? Yeah. Is he feeling bad about that? Just like in general. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of. Um, he was abstinent. Shame built up in. He was abstinent like a few years ago. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. Like in spite it, of being married with children. Yeah, I think he took a vow of abstinence. Let's see, like uh. Wow, this is going to put me on a list. I mean, sometimes I just want to watch Netflix, but... <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, he changed, He took a uh, a vow of sexual abstinence from 2004 until his marriage in 2006. So I guess oh, that's two years. Fine. Yeah, that's not... That's fine. That's fine. I thought this was like a post-children... No, I guess it was before his... Uh, okay. Before his marriage. I would have loved it if it was like gotta last make that year. honeymoon count. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like yeah, in twenty sixteen. Yeah, in preparation for recording the teal album. Yeah, yeah. I have. He to, wanted to keep all that potency. I'm gonna record songs uh, from a time from when I hadn't had sex, so I can't have had sex leading up to recording these songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess set, uh, no scrubs would have been a contemporary song. Um, I mean, you never know. Have you heard songs from the black hole? That's true. Yeah, this is very much like a <laughs> a, a version, a, a version, a virgin. A, yeah, a virgin fantasy. <laughs> uh, this, uh, you know, th- okay. So this next song, yeah, following Superfriend is called "She Had a Girl." So this is another. This is one I had not heard until today. You hadn't heard this one, and I did not know that the this care. Apparently, the the plot is uh the bad girl gets pregnant. Yes, and has a daughter. Yes, how fast does do space babies come out? Hey, in the year twenty twenty six, anything's possible. Who could say? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say like how much time passes in the in the musical. 
Mm. It would stand to reason that They've hopefully- They've just been on this ship, though. Yeah. This is like, what, what? child is this, but not jubilant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, not to get too, I mean, look, we're already going in into sort of a nerdy territory. Sometimes space missions take more than nine months. They could be up yeah, there for a couple years. That's true. Like the... It doesn't seem like there's many crew on the ship, though. The, what do you call it? This, I feel like the astronauts in Planet of the Apes were up there for a couple of years. Yeah. And then they came back down and everything was all... Well, I don't want to spoil but the how movie. fast do children gestate in space? Because like, wouldn't he have uh, seen maybe her between? It would take, maybe it would take longer because it's so not. Then, cause, what's cause, been cause happening gravity. since he regretted the sex, and then suddenly she's had a girl? Well, you know what? This is making me think. We got to write the script. He, well, when we got to write it too? This guy's got to get over <laughs> it. He's just got. He's got to let it go. <laughs> now there's a baby. I don't know. Well, yeah. Now he's got. He can never let it go. Settle up and be a, become a dad. Yeah. He's got to. He's got to do the right thing. Step up. Long time dad time. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to get. I'm to just going to keep alluding to this like song that I think is okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I uh, have many thoughts about it. Um, I'm excited for the next one. Oh, dude, we're finally landing, aka thoughts. good news. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What? Good news, good news, good news. <laughs> I would think this is like the first song of Act Two. Like if this was, uh, like they were still doing oh, it, you know? Yeah. Like, I like that theory. Yeah. So when I was listening to this, so there's some of these songs that I hadn't heard until the Alone stuff came out. Yeah. This was one of them. I'd heard it yeah. before, but I'd heard it again prepping for this. And I was like, when did he write this compared to the other ones? Yeah. So a lot of them he wrote prior to Harvard. Yeah. When I heard this, I was like, this motherfucker just heard some Harvard acapella group sing in an archway <laughs> and wrote this song. And yeah. lo and behold, there's like two songs on this record that sound like that. And they were both written during his Harvard time. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. I, yeah, I wonder, that seems to He definitely to heard like the whiff and poofs visiting. <laughs> That's, I mean... Good news. Oh, oh. so what, what I'm reading here, no, okay, this yes. is now this is crazy. Uh, so the ship is finally landing after 327 days in space. So not okay. even a full year, but long enough time to have to, ha- to yeah, so they, have a baby. They got diggity down like the first night. First night. Well, yeah, at least within the last, at least those first uh, couple months, let's say, because mm-hmm. uh, we don't know how long the after the baby was born at the landing. But sure. we could assume it was within those first few months. Um, that's, wow. You know, how he, un- he did how it, unlucky he, for everyone. He did his, he did his work. He, let's, at least, he, you know, he's, he didn't spare any sort of attention to detail, let's say. You know what? Space abortion is normal. <laughs> we have to what? normalize space abortion. <laughs> Come on, Rivers. We must. Let's... <laughs> We need a 20... What what year is this musical? I think it was 2126. We need like a 2136 update. Yeah, come on. Let's... You know what? Even... Hey, I'll take a 2019 Shout update. Shout abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Shout it. Musical. That's Hey, I love that. I'll go see that. Oh. Uh, yeah, and that, this was released on Alone, which if you haven't heard the Alones, I don't know if we'll... I mean, I guess I should cover them. Uh, gotta. I guess I gotta do... Look... There's I only so many things to cover. There'll be so there's like yeah, thirty things on there. Uh, I feel like there's often been times where I was like, I'm not going to do that, and then be like, well, that sounds like a great idea. I'm going to do that. Like we're going to have 
well, I don't want to spoil, but uh, like some people come in and do the some songs. The Lion and the Witch. Oh my God. Yeah, it's on my list. I have that and it's it's something. Uh, <laughs> I The next few songs are short. Oh, well, no, the next one is. And then the next couple we sort of know. Um, yes. But how about we, we go right into this next one so then we can get into these next two. Our familiar, two. cozy yes. corner. This one I actually hadn't really heard. I hadn't heard this either. Uh, and I kind of like it. It's called Now I Finally See. Yeah. Yeah, this rules. It sounds like devotion. It does. I wonder if it's supposed to tie into it. Yeah. It says... Uh... Yeah, that's one of the things it says here is that it does. It could be the same song as Devotion. Uh, that's what Carl said about the song. Uh, but it's when yeah, Jonas recognizes what is and he does not want. Well, they're just, they're just singing right now. Uh, it's the same slow and heavy uh, three-quarter time swing, uh, and it matches up pretty well with uh, Devotion. I mean, there's a lot of songs on here that seem to refer to other Pinkerton and Songs in the Black Hole songs. Like It seems like that's something he's done quite a bit where he's like I'm gonna take this idea for a song mm-hmm. and just use it somewhere else well like You Won't Get With Me Tonight refers to Get You yes and there's like a little tag in Blast Off that sounds to me like El Scorcho y- yeah that's true so I feel like he's really thinking in terms of recurring musical themes yeah. as any space rock opera should and then I guess within those themes he sort of saw more things that were like well this is more standalone eh, Yeah, we're just gonna do this instead uh, I like the way that song sounds, and I guess apparently he played part of this song during like a webcast, like getting ready for the Memories tour. That's cute. So he's like, he's, he's not aware. A, he's he's aware that people want to hear these things. So Rivers, please, Carl, Carl, contact me, Carl, contact us if you need a ride. Let me know, and then tell tell Rivers to do some of this stuff. We want to hear you be a robot. Please, Carl. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I like that little shorty. I like that a lot. Um, it's it's interesting because you don't. I feel like you don't hear that pain in his voice anymore. Like there was like true. Huh. There's true like pain uh, in the way he was singing that to me. Oh, and that you mean you, the pain that you hear and now I finally see. Yes, is gone. Just in from general, the Cuomo canon. I think so. Today. Yeah. I mean, his life is so different now. Yeah. That's like almost 30 years have gone by. Yeah. So it would you'd stand a reason that he would be upset go. by the same things. So maybe he, yeah, he's finally like, I'm not, I'm not feeling so upset about having sex that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that one and only time. That one and only time. He's only done it once. Um, so this next song, we do know it already. And yes. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's under a different name on the, uh, quote unquote official track listing. It uh, it's similar in title though. It's get you on uh, the track list, but oh, with we, like an eye. Yeah, with with, with an eye. Uh, but now we know it as get you. And I don't think there's a discernible difference between this one and uh, I think this is the like the studio version. Hold on. I can't tell. Yeah, I think it's the same. Uh. Yeah, sounds to be. That's a bummer. 
Yeah, I don't think there. I mean, there certainly are demos of this song, but I'm not. I'm not convinced. Uh, I just saw a, a, a guy there. No, uh, one of the the cleaners here kind of came by. Uh, Come in here and tell yeah. us if this is a, do you see a get you or get you. Uh, Jonas presumably feels stung by Laurel, who uh, appears to have rejected him, possibly as a consequence of the events of She Had a Girl and Slash Or Now I Finally See. I mean, look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This song fucking rips. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, you did a Pinkerton episode, and this yeah. was not well received. I And do, I was kind of uh, mad. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I really like this song. Um, I guess Zach and Jess were sort of meh on it. Uh, but I think it's a little slapper. I think so too. Um, that, that was something that's that's come up uh, a little bit. Is that like I mean, p- there were some people online that were like, "Could you do it again with people who like really love the <laughs> album?" And I was like, "I well, like that you had not," because like I remember being so obsessed with Pinkerton yeah. that I would wear my voice out singing along yeah. to it in the car. I would be like in trouble in school because I couldn't talk because I had sang along to Pinkerton and all of its guitar solos so loud. Yes. So it's kind of, it's almost like better to list, to go through it with people who are like, oh, objectively like, I like this one. This one's just, you know, problematic. Yeah. This one's okay. That's how I felt too. And like, uh, nothing my, but facts. My, my guests were great. And, uh, my, uh, the people who have sort of commented, this have also pointed that out. Like, they're great guests, but I want to hear it from somebody who loves the album. And my thought there is that you're not always going to hear an opinion that lines up exactly with yours. Yeah, you, you, get, I mean? you get the songs from the Black Hole episode if you want someone who really likes Pinkerton. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's, it's like... You're going to get a major loser. I think you can, you can, you can, uh, you know, uh, you should be able to hear something uh, that doesn't uh, line up exactly with how you feel about it and be okay with that. Yeah. Um, uh, especially if it's I a, can't wait to hear your Hurley episode. Oh, man, I got some thoughts. And I hope you get the biggest Hurley fan on the block. I'm going to get uh, Jorge Garcia. No, that's not true. <laughs> the guy who played Hurley. <laughs> Hurley. <laughs> uh, I don't know him, but hey, you know what? Carl. I'll get Carl. I know you have Hurley's email. My, I named my cat Hurley after Hurley. You did? Just after, bring the your, ca- after the cat. Bring your cat on. He knows a lot about it. He's also a, a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Get You Slaps. Yeah. And uh, so does this next song. This is my favorite Weezer song. It's... Hands down. So good. It's called I Just Threw Out the Love of My Dreams. Ooh. There's Matt. There's Rachel Hayden. We're rocking out in here. What the Bring hell? Bring her back, Rachel. An ad just started to play in the, oh in the second. Turn that down. So this like corner of my it's life. It's an ad for Calpurnia, uh, Finn Wolfhart's band. I thought that was like an almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Finn Wolfhard, you can come on the show all you want. Stay out of my... Yeah. You're not the guest. Ad sphere. Stay out of the ads. Um, That's what I get for playing it off YouTube. Rachel Hayden was like my backing vocals idol at this time because of her appearance on this song. Well, the, I guess she sings lead on this song. Yeah. But the Jimmy World song that she's on. Oh, yes. And I was like, who is this? This is my my singing idol. This song... I, I really, really love this song quite a bit. Uh, it's... Uh, I think it's just so cool. It's just cool to hear a Weezer song with like a with a female voice. Yeah, what it. does it mean that my favorite Weezer song is sung by a woman? Weezer should have been female. Fr- Do you fronted. remember 
what's the video where they're like Weiraz and it's the girl next door plays the singer of Weiraz? Oh yes. And Rivers is just like a stagehand and she's like a diva. What is her name? I think she's on Twenty Four too. She might be oh, Jack Bauer's daughter. Oh, Aisha Cuthbert. Yes. Yes, Aisha. She Cuth- Jack Bauer's daughter. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's a video where she's the singer of Weez- Weiraz. I, what video is that for? I can't remember, but I just remember. Did I make it up? That'd be cool. <laughs> I would love that. Anyway, what I'm saying is maybe Weiraz is my. I know that there's. Band. Oh, it's in the Perfect Situation music video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, off of uh, Make Believe. I remember seeing um, like ads like on MySpace or something, like when I was searching for like Weezer songs to put on my MySpace, uh, that there was a an all-female cover band called Sheezer that I thought was very oh, fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where are they at today? I don't know. Get Where's them on she- the pod. Look, I should get Sheezer on the pod. That'd be great. I'm just doing a lot of homework over here. They're still going at it, apparently. That's great. Sheezer? Shout out to Sheezer. That's that's awesome. I absolutely did some Sheezer with uh, Wicks on the Sticks. Really? I'm sure. I think we did Say It Ain't So. That's amazing. We got to get Wicks on Sticks. Yeah, where is she? On the Sticks. Um, I I really, yeah, I just love, I just threw out the love of my dreams. This is my favorite. It's it's just so good. <laughs> like, I don't know. It starts it's, with like a Sphinx riddle. Yes. Yeah, I'm so tall, can't get over me. I'm so low, can't get under me. I must be all these things. Yeah. <laughs> For I just threw out the love of my dreams. And so that leaves Jonas to be like, um, okay, is it the Sphinx? <laughs> or the old man? Yeah. What? How many legs at brunch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, Rachel also was supposed to sing... Uh, she or she sang lead vocals on Super Friend at a sound check uh, oh, in 1995. Is there is that taped? I don't know. That's why I'm also like, what other songs could Rachel Hayden uh, yeah. sing uh, instead? <laughs> we got it. That's I love that. I love I the idea like, of that. I would like a Rachel sings the hits. Rachel Redux. Please, I would love the it. Weezer discography. It'd be so. I mean, it would be really good. <laughs> um, this song. I yeah, mean, what do we got. I gotta go back to my cheat sheet. I was so excited. Oh, the next about. one we also know already. Um, this next song is called on on the official or you know uh, songs of the black hole playlist. It's called "There Is No Other One," but we know it as "No Other One" off of Pinkerton. So this is just the Pinkerton version, right? Yeah, this is just the Pinkerton Why, version. Where is the songs from the black hole demo? Let's Does that see. exist? I don't know. I might have one. I love that scream, though. Oh! <laughs> uh, let's see. I. Oh! <laughs> that was pretty good. I feel like it's somewhere in between us. Here we go. This might be. No, that seems like about the same. Yeah. It's. I mean, so look, a little slapper also. Has he declared his love to Rachel Hayden and. Well. Have an absent good old time uh, with her now. What's, so what's going on? I guess yeah. In the uh, update, in the it's so it's I guess it's it's likely to be about Maria and sung from the perspective of Jonas. After uh, losing his chances with Laurel, Jonas contents himself with having Maria by his side, despite his negative feelings for her. This is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so harsh. Uh, and like 
yeah, I guess removed from that context, I think it's a really good song. But if you add that context to it, it sucks. So why, <laughs> I'm just confused, why Laurel threw out the love of her dreams, which is, which is Jonah? I guess so. It's just, this is hard, this is why this man writes songs yeah. and not soap operas. Yeah, I mean, Because hey, I don't know what, I watch Riverdale and I don't understand what's going on here. He's, uh, he was an English major in Harvard. Maybe he should have <laughs> studied writing plays. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's so he winds up the... with the Joan character. Yes. And that's what devotion is? I believe she so. She never gave up because he, she had his child. Yes. Uh, so when, uh, I guess, De- uh, Devotion was originally uh, recorded in 1994 uh, in the garage uh, uh, twice, once as a, a proto-Devotion, and then it later resurfaced for Songs of the Black Hole. Uh, when that concept was abandoned uh, in favor of uh, the sort of Madden Butterfly theming instead, the song was uh, lost in the shuffle and chosen not to be included in the album. I guess it doesn't say what the the main... Um, focus of it is within the musical. And I guess that's a failing on the sort of the archiving uh, yeah. of this because, like, there's not a it lot of context. It seems like they're doing a lot of work to try to, to patch in the, the gaps. Yes. And, but the thing about it is, too, it's all at this point, because it's so far removed from the actual thing, is all speculative. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we teased a little bit of devotion. So, why don't we uh, go ahead and play it right now? I love this. In my memory, this was on Pinkerton. Really? Yeah. What is it actually on? It, so I think it was released on, uh, God, YouTube. Casper. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a Casper mattress ad. Um, uh, Devotion. I think it was released on like a, was it on the raw, the rare bits or something? The dusty n- nuggets or whatever? Uh... Weezer. I might have just got it from the Kentronet, and in my mind, it's on Pinkerton. But it uh, all of the album artwork for it on YouTube is of Pinkerton. But let me see right here. Oh my God, this was absolutely a way message lyrics. Oh yes. Sad to say, I pushed you away. <laughs> uh, so it was released on. Uh, uh, it was released on Not Alone. They did it live, which is the Hoot Nanny they did at Fingerprints in Long Beach, uh, my hometown record oh, store. Cool. Uh, and it was released as a single uh, B-side to El Scorcho. Okay. Yeah. That's the only official release it got. I do love this song. Uh, there was a... Did you see? ever see that movie Paper Heart starring uh, Charlene Yee and Michael Sarah? I didn't, but I know what it is. Uh, they... Uh, Sang it on there, and I was like, I love that song. Uh, and that was my first time hearing it. Okay, okay. Um, I just remember when you talked about, uh, I did this project this year. So, Speedy, or I guess it was last year, Speedy Ortiz did a record last year, and as part of the promotion for it, yes. um, they asked me, the, the distribution company asked me to do this project where I illustrated a bunch of record stores uh-huh. for them to do as like a giveaway. Yes. Which I agreed to despite having no experience drawing buildings or uh-huh. architecture. Turns out that's a very time-consuming project. Sure. Uh, I really will never draw a brick again, but Fingerprints <laughs> was part of it. Really? So I know what all these record stores around the world look like because we did it for um, throughout Europe and the U.S. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be like, wait, I know this building. Oh, because I meticulously drew it. <laughs> um, but you saying that reminded me. So I talked about when I got into Weezer um, 
in eighth grade. And then when I was a freshman, I went to this boarding school as a day student. Uh-huh. But there was a, a store that only sold CDs. And I got all of Weezer's discography at the same time that I got all of Cake's discography. Discography. Great. So you've talked in other episodes of the podcast that like Beck and Weezer yeah. people kind of associate with one another. Yeah. The common thread there is uh, is Matt Mahaffey of Self, who was mislabeled as Weezer but played in Beck's band. Really? There's yeah. no thread between Cake and Weezer as far as I know. But no. in my mind, those are like the same band. I I grew up liking Cake. There's definitely Still like- I love Cake. There's like a- Yeah, they're I go great. to Sacramento to see Cake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I would be interested to see Cake. Hometown I, gig. I've never, I've never seen them before. I, I have seen them. It's uh, great. In like a sort of in that there's there's like these memes now that they're sort of like multi Venn diagrams. Cake is certainly somewhere in that uh, sort of multi mm-hmm. uh, Venn diagram. I'm sure it's 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 farther away from uh, Weezer, but there's there's definitely. There's a link there somewhere. I feel like their their first albums, maybe they were more similar and yeah. then they kind of diverge because they both had like ro- different genres of, of rock and they're kind of humorous lyrics, but Cake had some more like sad, serious songs in the beginning. Yeah, not a whole lot of crunchy uh, guitar though. There's some really cool guitar work on Cake though. Cool guitar work, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call it crunchy. No. I call it, I call it They smooth. didn't get... Rick Rubin or Rick Rubin. No, Kasich, yeah, no Rick Ocasek, no, none of the Ricks. They didn't get Rick Rubin, no, uh, no Rick Ocasek, no Pickle Rick, uh, none of, none of the, none of the good Ricks. No Ricky's Fish Tacos. Just maybe like a, you know, studio intern. Rick. Yeah, just some guy named Making Richard Nespresso. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he went by Richard. Um, I, I want to play a little more of this. Oh yeah. I just love. I don't know what that is. What? I mean, is, is that a, a keyboard? Yes, yeah, it's, oh, it's a synth. Sounds like it. I that I so I talk a lot That's about music on uh, this podcast, and I don't know anything about it. That's Matt Sharp um, being like, I like playing this. Let me do a different band. Yeah, it's. I think this song is so cool. Um, it's. I think it's one of my favorites of this like time period for sure for them. I think. Uh, it's it's I think it's sad. I think it's very like I think it sounds very interesting and I uh I just think it's I think it's good. It's but it's also like But the whole conceit is just like you're not as good as a Yeah, the no, hot the, girl. The, the conceit is whack. And you're kind of stupid, but, <laughs> but, uh, but you had my baby. Yeah, sorry. Let's do it. Let's do this. Uh, I guess it oh, it was played for the first time uh since 1997 at the Memories Tour in Japan. Okay. Big in Japan. Yeah. This was, that's where the single was real. Uh, I guess, no, it was uh, in the UK. Um, but that's, uh, it's so crazy that they'll just dust off songs like that. Like it's nothing. How about you give me the goods? Yeah. I really, uh, in my mind, this is a, a Pinkerton track. Oh, uh, what Can't is this? I can't believe it. Oh, of uh, devotion? No, still devotion. I'm still devoted to this. The mis- <laughs> I'm hopelessly devoted to it. Uh, we're we're at the near end of uh, these last couple songs. Yeah, we're about to hit another one. I just did not know. I didn't know this one either. And it's, and called... it's another acapella one, right? Yes, and it's you know what I I thought this very thing when I heard this song. You did. What is this? I find. Where's the beatboxing? <laughs> Where do you go? What is this I find? Oh, this is like his madrigal song. Yes. Oh yeah. 
Rivers took like a chamber guitar 101 class, and then this song came out. I and then there's not like any real information about it, like as far as like where it fits in within the narrative of the song. I don't believe it does. This is not on my. This is not my songs from the black hole. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, maybe tracklist one isn't the tracklist. Maybe to to speak like the kids, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah, that's something they're oh, saying. We just turn it off. I just turned it off because well, it, it doesn't get more interesting than that. It's yeah, sort of, you got the you got the flavor. It's a lot of little plucky because I mean, look, I wanted to get to this next one. Yeah, because this this we've is been, like we've been alluding to it. It's it's technically the last song. There is a reprise of it that we which can, I'd never heard either, and I think it's kind of cool. Uh, we'll play it after uh, this, but this song uh, I've heard many versions of, uh, and I I don't know which one this is. Uh, this is the one that I know. Okay, I think. Uh, well, we'll play it right now, and it's called Long Time Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want out of life, Rivers? I hate YouTube. I'm never doing YouTube again. Oh, this is like the karaoke version. It has the the lyrics on the oh nice on my screen. He just starts naming some New England states. It's like a... But he forgot a lot of them, too. It's like, I hate... I hate being in space. <laughs> Maybe I should apply to... Bennington. <laughs> That's the rock opera narrative. Uh, so, apparently he wrote this song in 1994. Uh, at the time, Rivers was feeling very nervous about the uncertainty of his future. And uh, about the song, he said, I started longing for the safety, peace, quiet, simplicity, and family structure of my New England childhood. Uh, I thought back to one of my favorite memories, lying in the bottom bunk, my brother in the top, in, in our bedroom in our uh, farmhouse in Eastford, Connecticut, in the hot, hot summer, 7, 8 p.m., sun still up, but having to go to sleep because it's our bedtime. One of those big box fans blowing and my parents, Ma and Steve, sitting at our bedside singing an old hippie song to us to calm us down and ease us to sleep. May the long time sunshine upon you. I wrote it on my mom's piano when I was back in Connecticut at Christmas. This is cute as hell. It's very sweet. It's a very sweet memory. I thought this was just about him wanting to go to school, but it's not. It's about it's, a... Yeah, this is like attached to an actual childhood memory, which is something that I think... It's uh, kind of absent from a lot of his work. So I, I felt that, like, yeah, the, absolutely that. And that's the, that's kind of the rivers I really like. Yeah. Is that, like, when he's, like, very sincere and, like, uh, like emotional, like, talks about things that actually happened to him. I know But the rivers we like isn't the rivers the rivers likes. No. That's that's, that's what we got to come to terms with. We, yeah, that's not him. Because he likes to sing from uh, perspectives that aren't him. Uh, yeah, and, like Flame. Yeah, like Flame. <laughs> I forgot all about flame. Yeah, okay. uh, I, I guess, oh, uh, that during the filming of the second video for Island in the Sun, Rivers played Longtime Sunshine on acoustic guitar for Spike Jones, and a few seconds of the performance were included in the on Weezer.com oh. back in the day. I love, I just love this song. Yeah, it's a nice one. I like when he starts rocking out at the end, you know, when the, he goes up the octave. Oh, yes. Yeah. Here we go. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling Eastford, Connecticut. <laughs> uh, Let's go to Donkeys. <laughs> uh, I guess this song was re- uh, was uh, leaked also on the internet before Alone came out, so people had heard it uh, for a while. This was on my songs in the back hole. Really? I 
I've heard this song, and I've heard a more like polished version of it too. I think I have that version. Okay. I love this. This side's not on the version I have. I don't think. I think this is actually the version of it that I do have. That's so fun to me. Like tying like in the, the themes. Like so, if you were to sort oh, of see this a musical as a as a musical, yeah, this ties in all the themes from the the. But is the whole why thing. bother in the in in this? No, but it's on another track list. Okay. This is some Harvard shit. Yeah. Oh, it's very Harvard. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Isn't that, that's MIT. <laughs> so we got a Get little blast here. off there. Uh, and wow, I'm just reveling in this. <laughs> this was supposed to close Pinkerton uh, before they had Butterfly. Oh, thank God they did Butterfly. <laughs> But I would have loved this yeah. as a 16-year-old. Yes. Who was, like, in musicals. I mean, I love that song. I wish they'd got Brian to come back and reprise his role as Joan for that. Bring br- hashtag Brian as Joan. <laughs> we need Brian back. Yeah. Um, I just, I really love that song. And, I mean, the thing that follows it is a reprise of Longtime Sunshine. I'm going to play that yeah, right play now. Yeah, play that. It's nice, too. This seems... This is where I can't tell if he just likes the Beach Boys or if it's, like, yet again... He talks about liking the Beach Boys, and I wonder if he's ever actually heard them, because... This is just his impression of what he thinks it sounds like. Because, like, uh, and that's not... Yeah, maybe it was mean, but, like, he has said a lot about the Beach Boys. We like, have to only be really nice to Rivers. I think so. Uh, he's, say, he's a sensitive boy. Um, but I think... It does... I mean... Ooh. What? Did this just go into something else? No, this is the same thing. What's happening? That's a Weezer tone if I've ever heard one. I, I honestly, you know when like YouTube just starts playing a suggested thing? Yeah. I thought that was pavement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, hey, get pavement in here. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I Carl. mean, that's the end of that. And there's multiple, I mean, there's many versions of this you know, album, if we can call it that. Uh, but there's, and there's also just many B-sides that sort of do fit into um, the narrative of this thing. Uh, I mean, I, I can't really call it an album because it's not, uh, it doesn't have a, we just don't know. a corporeal form, you know? It's not yeah. It's not full. Intended album. Yeah. Uh, there's, um. do you know about this Britney Spears? There's a Britney Spears song from the Black Hole. Really? It's called Original Doll. Oh my God. And there's like, there's like 50 different fan proposed track listings really? comprised of way more songs than this. And how did they get those? Um, like how did from those like exist? interviews with her? Why do they have the, the demos yeah. and stuff? Just from leaks. That's crazy. It's so it's like her best stuff, and she wrote a lot of it. And the label like didn't want her to put how it could, out. Uh, we, you know what? You need a second. We're, we're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna. We're. It's. It's. It's apparent to me already. But I feel like at some point we're all gonna really find out that we did Britney wrong. We absolutely did. We. We as a people owe her a massive apology. She's doing okay. She. she do, I mean, her Vegas residency. Uh. I mean, did get 
canceled because of her dad recently. Yeah. Uh, but she's doing great. She seems she's to, into painting. She loves anime with her yep, kids. They're into Dragon Ball. Yeah, and she she loves their 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 drawings of Brawly and uh and uh um I don't know much about Dragon Ball Z. Garlic Jr. Garlic Jr. <laughs> <laughs> She loves Garlic Jr. Uh, it's she, a cat I know. She, she loves Garlic Jr. Garlic Jr. is a great cat name. It's a really good cat name. I love that. Uh, it's a really good cat. I don't know if you see, but I have a cat in my hat yeah. and a cat in my shirt. We should get the purrcast up in here. Oh my God, Stephen Ray Morris. Good yeah. friend of uh, Stephen, he's Carl. A great guy. Good. Carl. We got to get to okay, look, Carl, Stephen, <laughs> Kermit, <laughs> Joan, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. We all need you. I mean, I think as a whole, the idea of songs from the black hole is um, more interesting than what the result is. Because, like, the result is not official. The result is not um, meticulously, like, put together in the way that it would be. So it's it's obviously unfinished. Therefore, it's not, like... um, uh, it's not all that it stands to be. But it, you know what? The promise of it, though. The version I have is like eight songs long. Really? And I think it's perfect. Really? So I think I can finish it. You think just you can finish it? Just let me cut nine of the songs we just heard. Really? Okay. We were doing that the other day, too. Like, what three songs would we cut from Maladroit to... Oh, um, uh, I don't know if I want to cut any from Maladroit. We we wrestled back and forth. I cut, you- I cut three. Um... And they're not even bad songs. I don't even remember which ones they were. Let me look yeah, at the track Yeah, this isn't fair, because that episode hasn't aired for me yet. No. Oh, yeah, so this is going to be a spoiler. No, uh, no, you'll hear Maladroit right before this, right? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it would Potentially. be. Um, it, this will be out yeah, after Maladroit. So I cut, I mean, I did cut American Gigolo. Uh, I cut Slave, and I cut, um, I think I cut Space Rock. Oh, man. I have <laughs> I have a conundrum about Maladroit. What's that? What's the conundrum? Is there a version you know of Burnt Jam called Seafaring Jam that's just Burnt Jam instrumental with, like, smoking weed noises on top? So I have heard that, yeah, and apparently it was recorded as an instrumental, and yeah. then they did add the lyrics to it. But then Seafaring Jam is a different song. Really? I don't Let's know. see if I can find I've it. been trying to unravel this mystery. I mean, this is the wrong episode. I don't want to derail from outer space. We yeah, we're not, the we're not trying to— we're I'm not, not trying to, to spend up 2002— we're not going aquatic. We're going. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to outer space. Although Burn Jam is followed by Space Rock. Yeah, and what did we, you cut? We, <laughs> I did cut it um, just because it's not as it's not as slapping as the other ones. I think, but it's and, and it's not even bad. I just had to make it. A, we tried to do the exercise because a lot of their albums are ten songs. Yeah. A good majority of them, in fact. Except uh, for Songs from the Black Hole Ultimate Version, which is eight songs. Yeah, <laughs> Ultimate. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I think. If they would like to return to this subject matter and dust it up a little bit, maybe make it less problematic, I think this could be a a classic album. <laughs> I think it's I think there's like some really good pieces of it and like the promise of uh some of the songs, uh like if completed, would be really interesting. Yeah, and maybe we get Rachel Hayden to play every character. Thank you. Uh Rachel, please. Rachel, Carl. I mean get Brittany Carl. in here too. Brittany. Why not? All right, all right. Uh, so that brings us to the end. Yeah. Uh, Sadie, thank you so much for uh, talking about this with me. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Just, um. oh, I don't know. Do I? I put out a book kind of recently. You put out a book kind of recently. It's called Mouthguard. Uh-huh. You can get it wherever you like to buy books, preferably your local indie bookseller. Hey, get it for um, Skylight Books if you're uh, I don't believe Angeles. there are any references to Weezer inside of it. 
But um, I did grow up on, on Weezer message boards, so, so that's always going to be with me. So read between the lines and yeah. maybe there's something there for you. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's great. And then obviously uh, check out Speedy Ortiz. Are you guys doing any shows uh, coming up? Yeah, I don't know if we have anything out over here, but we're, mm-hmm. we're out and about. We're out and about. Um, well, and then uh, for me... You could. Oh, are you online? Oh, yeah. Follow me if you want to be like Rivers Cuomo. You can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> um, it's at sad thirteen s a d one three, and that's just about all the all the platforms you can find me. Wow. Other than um, TikTok, I'm not on TikTok. TikTok is whack. But if I was, I would do an eight track songs from the black hole account. Now I'm interested. <laughs> um, uh, as, as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca and uh, follow the show at WWTHTA Weezer Pod. Uh, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, you can email WWTHTA Weezer Pod at gmail.com and maybe we'll read it on the show. And you can visit SFTBH.com. Yeah, we're gonna buy the <laughs> we're gonna buy the domain. Uh, don't don't you go and buy it and don't squat on it. Uh, it looked like it cost a lot of money. Because uh, people are still trying to go download the version of Blast Off that has like beats yeah. missing from it. Uh, right now, it says we could buy it for six hundred and ninety-five dollars. Seems reasonable. Yeah, it's not crazy. Take for it down it. to six six six. Oh, maybe we could haggle with them. <laughs> uh, I'd love that. Uh, Sadie, thank you so much for doing this, uh, and we'll see you next time, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>